Hello and welcome to a Kansas City edition of the Cyclone Insider Podcast. I'm Travis Hines. He's Randy Peterson coming to you from the Big 12's men's basketball tournament in Kansas City, which gets underway, I think now, must just be tipping off. Uh, just getting Texas ready Tech to tip off. And West Virginia, followed by Bedlam, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, before things really get rolling tomorrow, starting at 11.30 a.m., with Iowa State squaring off against Baylor. Um, the Iowa State women play Baylor on Friday. Tommy Birch will be here to cover that for us. But, Randy, today was the uh, the tip-off of the men's tournament with interviews and tonight's game. Any big takeaways from you talking to uh, either Scott Drew or TJ Hasselberger today? Yeah, I was – I was. I knew you'd ask that. I really don't. I mean, they, they – I'm not – I guess you could say they chose their words – Carefully, no, yes, maybe, but, but I mean, I think Drew probably said it best. He said neither one of us. He says it's a good game for both of us because neither one of us really has to scout the other one. We know what they're going to do, um, and and you know, having just played them last Saturday, so um, I, I really did not come away with with um, anything. Um, I I don't know. Maybe what? How about you? I. Yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, I was a little surprised we didn't hear more from Scott talking about, you know, bouncing back after that game on Saturday. Um, I thought he might be a little bit more, you know, might be pounding the chest a little bit more like these guys have got to play with some pride and their and joy and all that. But it was more X's and O's pretty mundane about, hey, we got to make shots. They got a good defense, but we've got to make some shots. Um, you know, I thought for Iowa State, I don't think they're under any illusions that Baylor is not going to come out with their hair on fire. You know, you're looking to seek a little revenge. And again, I think we talked about this earlier, Randy, like I would be would not reflect well on Baylor if they don't come out playing really intense basketball for the first 10 minutes or so of this game, just based on what happened last week. And, you know, I talked to Gabe Kalsher a little bit about it. And he said, yeah, we know what's coming and we know we've got to take that punch. and We've got to match them punch for punch all game long. So I think it'll be interesting. Like we talked about before, I think it's a good matchup. I just think the intangibles are a tough spot for Iowa state, not only having just played them, but, you know, playing a team for a third time, you know, there's a, uh, that's, that's tough as the cliche goes. And, and <clears throat> Drew also said that he's very well aware that who's going to have the, the crowd support tomorrow. And it's going to be an interesting crowd anyway, tomorrow. Because the Iowa State crowd's there and the Kansas crowd is there. Does the do the Iowa State fans stick around and cheer for Kansas? Do the Kansas fans get there early and cheer for Iowa State, or do they hope each other loses? I, you know, I, I'm gonna. That might be kind of interesting, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, and TJ, we had him also, and TJ said that he knows they're probably going to play more four guard. Baylor's probably going to play more four guards. Than they did, and that Baylor's probably going to try to to get the game a little more up tempo. Um, and Iowa State will run, but but they're not going to force anything. And I think Iowa State's probably going to be happy to keep the game in the. I don't remember what the score was last week. They, Baylor had in the fifties, maybe yeah, seventy three fifty eight or something, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think Iowa State would be perfectly happy with keeping Baylor in the fifties. And if Iowa State scores in the 50s, if they score 59 and win, I think that'd be great for Iowa State. But uh, um, they'd be happy with that. 
But the, I I think Iowa State's going to get a different Baylor team than it got in in Waco. I mean, it's uh, yeah, I mean, as good as Iowa State is defensively, like I just that's the number two ranked offense in the country that Iowa State just held to fifty eight points. They turned it over on twenty one percent of their possessions, shot less than thirty percent in the first half. Like that's hard to do two times in a row, and I think that'll be the challenge. Yeah, that's Iowa not going to happen. Is. Yeah, I agree. Like you're going to have to do your best to depress that offense, but you're probably going to need your own guys to make shots. You know, they got to finish around the rim, which has been a problem at times this year. And then you probably need Gabe to make some threes and you need Jaron to, to be aggressive and Jaron and Taman Lipsy, I think uh, to be aggressive going to the basket. You and I have talked about this before. It's is Gabe going to have another, what do you, what do you call him? 30 burgers. Is he, is he going to have another, Another thirty-point game, and if he is, I think would think tomorrow morning would be the the perfect time to have that. He's he's kind of due, I would say. Um, although he hit it, you know, he hits huge shots. It's just they were, you know, like last week on Saturday, I was or um, Baylor had a ten to nothing run, and um, I was or Baylor had eleven to nothing run. Iowa State's. I don't Baylor had a 10 to nothing run. Iowa State went on an 11 nothing run that started on on a Kalsha three pointer. So I mean, um he hit and that was that was huge for Iowa State at that point in time. And if I remember right last last week of Baylor when they went on that that only run, which was to start the the second half. So Iowa State knows that Baylor's gonna go on a run this time, a run or two. It's just a matter of of keeping that run in check and 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 not and not letting it get too far out of hand. The other what did part, you? Yeah, go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. Yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah. So the other part that we did today was about 30 minutes with new Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark. I don't think there was anything super substantial that came out of that, but I did get the impression that with all these swirling rumors around the Pac-12 with the Four Corner School, you know, Yormark did not shy away from expansion uh, mentioned was asked specifically about Gonzaga and said that he continues to have talks with Gonzaga, which I think is the most direct we've ever heard a commissioner yeah. talk about that. Uh, but obviously Gonzaga is in a unique position in their conference and without football. So I guess that makes a little bit more sense, but you know, Randy, we've heard so much about how the back, the PAC 12 is so vulnerable and wobbly right now because of their, the pending TV deal, not getting done. And with your mark being continuing to say be pretty aggressive about expansion, I don't think they're shying away from that. That it's a matter of when, not if, is the impression I get. Yeah, and you and I were both told by somebody today, or, or to keep it told to keep an eye on what's going to happen in the next two or three weeks in the Big Twelve. So something could be happening, and I know that Colorado, and I haven't looked at the Google lately. I know Colorado Board of Regents had a huh. excuse me, they met today. Yeah, um, it sounded like they were maybe the you know, having already been in the Big Twelve. It sounds like maybe they're the the most reticent to to leave the Pac twelve because obviously you don't want to be jumping conferences every ten years. Not not a great look. Yeah, but I think I would if if I'm a in the Big Twelve, I would think Colorado would be a good fit. But without a doubt, I mean, I think all like. Utah is probably the one that you don't know as much about just because you've already yeah. added BYU. Like what, what are they adding? But, you know, I think certainly Colorado and the two Arizona schools make a lot of sense culturally and athletically, you know, certainly for football and men's basketball. 
Yeah. And other than that, I don't know whether there was a whole lot. I mean, I know that TJ, going back to TJ for a minute, he was asked about, is he still going to have the use the shock troop approach? And, you know, he's essentially said whatever it takes. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing he does to a modified extent of that. Um, yeah, you probably see, see Eli King. You probably don't see Conrad Hawley. Yeah, that's guess. yeah, that's what I was going to say. So I, I would guess that to be the case. But uh, um, yeah, beyond beyond that, I think that uh, um, everything was kind of pretty much what we expected today. We didn't expect any bombs. Um, the only bomb we could have got was your mark saying that he added four teams, and we didn't get that. So, um, and we did hear that he likes the media. So that that was nice. Always nice to hear, you know. Oh yeah, always nice to hear. And like, I think it was a mind greater, far greater than mine, who I'm probably going to end up um, seeing face to face here in a few minutes. Said that that'd be you. Said that. Said that. Uh, if you have to say it, if you have to say it out loud that you like the media, then there's something wrong there. So. Yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm not going to pretend like we're the uh, have the highest approval ratings among many constituencies. Uh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, pretty- yeah among all constituencies, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Other than that, pretty uneventful day, as you would expect. Obviously, um, the big news of the day is coming from the ACC with Jim Beheim yeah. retiring. Um, he won a thousand at, games. I'm looking at the crawl now. My gosh. We, we looked it up. He here we Jim go. Beheim. What started 1976? So you've got him by I think three or four years in your professional. But he's got you in that he started as an assistant in 69. So Yeah, and he's much older not than quite I am. A, you were not quite at the register yet. He's much older than I am, too. Much, so. much older than you. Let's not forget that. So, Let's But anyway, yeah, that. thanks but for the out on that you're, one. You're still standing is what I'm saying. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Iowa State, Baylor tomorrow, 1130. ESPN or ESPN2, I don't even know if they've announced They don't know. I, I don't know, yeah. Last uh, I knew, they didn't know. Obviously, then on to the NCAA tournament next week with Selection Sunday this weekend. We will have all the coverage you could possibly want, both from Kansas City, Selection Sunday, and then on the road wherever Iowa State lands in the NCAA tournament. He's Randy Peterson. I'm Travis Hines. This has been the Cyclone Insider Podcast live from Kansas City. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.